I just the name. That's all you want. That's what you want. She, she cried. That's we decided that. You think uh, fucking Manny Moe and Jack are out there changing tires? No, man. They're just up on the on the on the side of the building. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, you guys want to get into it? Yeah. All right. Welcome to a brand new edition of the Permanent Vacation Radio Show for the week of June 11th, 2017. Mr. D, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. Just watch it snow in June. Yeah, yeah, crazy. AK, how are you? I'm also watching it snow. <laughs> so, uh, AK, uh, uh, you uh, came up uh, to me the other day in a parking lot, um, a parking lot that we share for our, our real jobs, and uh, you came running up, knocked on my window, and said, hey, when are we recording another show? And I said to you, I was not expecting that to come out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, you thought I quit? After, aftermath. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not no. sure where he's going with this. No, you got to get back on the horse. You got to oh, get you back go. on yes. the horse. Right. That's right. Yeah, that's well, my, that's my girl. When you have a wasted horse, <laughs> uh, getting on it is rough. But yeah, we only, what? We just took off a week. Need some, we vel- took, took need, off some vel- need some Velcro on the <laughs> saddle. Yeah, we took off a week, which has been becoming uh, kind of par for the course. We've been doing shows every other week, which is about all we can handle with our, our massive consumption rates at some of these shows. Uh, <laughs> but uh, for those of you who are just uh, kind of finding us, if you want to go back through the archives of our show and uh, listen to the live broadcast from the old Dubliner in Squaw Valley, mm. that is one for the record books, I would say. Yeah, turn the volume down. <laughs> Why do you listen? I still, I got such a busy, such a hectic schedule. I haven't even listened to our own show yet, right. so yeah. I'm dying to hear it, yeah. especially after our pre-show discussion here. Oh, oh absolutely. There's, i got to uh, hear it, like, maybe even tonight. It's, it's fantastic it's, because there's video of it out there. Uh, we had a lot of special guests. We had a lot of special beverages consumed. Oh, God. Um, I think there was a lot of consumables uh, going on that night, and uh, there may have actually been a abduction at one point <laughs> and uh yeah we're gonna talk about that we're not first, sure let's, yeah. let's we have talk. this faint documented message <laughs> it's all it's all cryptid it's all cryptid well, before we get into that uh, we should probably give everybody who is listening to us from outside of the tahoe area which is actually where the show come comes from we are uh, broadcasting from the permanent vacation radio studio here in beautiful Truckee, california uh, in Lake Tahoe, California. But uh, yeah, it is June 11th. We are looking out the window right now, and it is snowing. Unbelievable. Snowing pretty good, too. I mean, it's not like, you know. Well, it's, it's, been... snowing, it's snowing right on my boat. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I can guarantee you every time I bring that boat out and put it outside uh, mm-hmm. from its resting spot, it's your fault. Uh, it, it snows. Yeah. Unbelievable. Your fault. Sorry about that. Well, it should be 80 next week. So Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's the uh, weather update from Permanent Vacation Radio. <laughs> Want to thank you guys. You can always find us. Uh, if, thank you for finding us in the first place. And also thank you for telling your friends about the show. We are on uh, Podbean, the Podbean app for free. We are also on iTunes. You can find us on Facebook at uh, Permanent Vacation Show. And you can also find us on Instagram at Permanent underscore Vacation underscore Radio. Whoa, look at him. And last but not least, you can find us right at PermanentVacationRadio.com, which is our kind of our homepage where we have a video up of uh, our last live show, which was from the old Dubliner in Squaw Valley. What a fun, fun experience. We had <laughs> Lindsay with an A on from 101.5 FM. KTKA. She's moved on to other things now, but she joined us, and that was a great. She works uh, for the guest. she works for the county now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome guest to have on, 
And um, I think Lindsay's going to be joining us a little bit later you in summer. You know, sometimes you see in a movie, you see a devil on one shoulder and you see an angel on the other. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think I was introduced to Lindsay's devil that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone's devil. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So uh, while it's fresh in our mind, we should probably get into that. And uh, for those of you who haven't checked out the show yet, this would be a good time to pause uh, this show. Go back and listen to the uh, Squaw Valley show and uh, or the old Dubliner show. And uh, then, you know, pick up where you left off right here. But uh, let's get back into it. So I think some things happened uh, after I left that evening. It was a great show. We drank a lot of beers. We had a lot of guests on the mic that night. We had Randy Rogers, GM of um, the Old Dubliner. We had Lindsay with an A, which was, of course, uh, our fourth mic that night for our beer review and also for our billboard game that we oh, played. Yeah, that's right. For those of you who might or might not remember that evening. <laughs> I won. She did. Yep. AK took it, man. Yeah. And then, uh, gosh, we had a lot of uh, just... Uh, peanut gallery people there who were putting headphones on they were putting uh microphones in their faces and getting on mic and we we had a really fun andrea b yeah we had a really fun evening that night and can't wait to do another one of those live events if you were unable to join us you really missed out because this was a great one we had a nice little private room there we had a big group of people uh, in we'll there definitely do it there again for sure we had random folks buying a shots that night which may or may not have been a good idea <laughs> and uh yeah I, I think at some point ak uh we we went to pond skimming i think ak may have actually seen my penis that day <laughs> do you recall that oh oh yeah God. that was quite a quite a wild evening uh afternoon actually maybe that's what started everything off well i went to the hot tubs and you didn't so it's like it might have been the one chance um yeah that was a good time <laughs> yep that was uh the pond skim and the appreciate uh pass holder appreciation party yep. and tahoe made and our Broadcast. Our broadcast and Narrowcast. Memorial Narrowcast. Day at the same time. Yeah, it was wow. and uh, great skiing. Quite a big day. Yeah, that was a big day. Squaw well, KT was supposed to stay open until what, seven, but I think the lightning came. We had a little bit of lightning come in, yep, so that got kinda yep. nixed. But man. Huh. That was a stellar day. Well that's what how that's how the penis th- uh, incident occurred. I came showed up I showed up for skiing. And it was a thousand million degrees outside, and AK was like, "Let's just go watch the pond skimming." And I'm like, "Okay, well, I have to change." Um, so she was telling me some story about I forget what. Oh, oh, we, <laughs> we had a gang of <laughs> we had a gang of electric cars oh <laughs> accost us God. in the parking lot. Oh that was funny. It was a Tesla gang. Yes, we had a Tesla gang accost <laughs> us that yep. morning in the parking lot. <laughs> And uh, wouldn't let us leave. Um, no. Yep. Who knew that those existed? It was weird. They, so it was they, a weird did day. They, did they form like a wagon wheel? They did. They did. They circled us. And they wouldn't let us leave. <laughs> weird. Yeah. Mind it was you, a it was a standoff. Mind you, they were blocking traffic in the road during this altercation and wouldn't let us out because they wanted our parking space, which we couldn't get out of because they boxed us in. Right. You've heard of a Mexican standoff. This was an Asian standoff. Yeah. Weird. And, uh, you know, you've it's the classic. You've heard the uh, the great uh, sketch on, on Saturday Night Live with uh, Tom Hanks where he says, um, uh, I can't get my, my hand out of the pickle jar. And uh, the person says, well, you have to let go of the pickle. And he says, but I want a pickle. Right. And, and this is the and problem. I, but I can't. That's that was the problem. This guy was would the, not move. No, he wouldn't. He wouldn't let go of the fucking pickle <laughs> enough to uh, let us get the fuck out of there. So finally, I was like, hey, dude, you have to move back so we can get out of here. Plus, you're in the middle of the road and cars were coming by and being like, what is going on here? And so and they're to- totally clueless. I told him he needed to fucking move his fucking car out of the fucking way because <laughs> he's a fucking idiot. And his, and his wife said, stop saying fuck. Yeah. 
and said, <laughs> please don't say the F word in front of my wife, which led us to pretty much seeing the F word the rest of the stand-up. Yeah. So it was a great uh, beginning to uh, a long, long day of uh, sun, frivolity, fun. Adventures. Adventures. And then eventually I got um, sheep herded out of there. Uh, pretty quickly, but apparently after the show was over, we were done recording and we packed up and we were getting out of there. That's when the fun actually really began. Dennis, <laughs> take fun. over. What happened? <laughs> Dennis doesn't know. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm not, it's a little fuzzy as well. I was there. Remember, <laughs> I was there consuming. Yep. I we packed up. We were ready to go, and I was giving um, Mark B and Alicia a ride home. They asked if I could give them a ride home, and I said yes. And then uh, Alicia was gone, just disappeared, and we were looking for her. Yes. And we into the evening she went. I disappeared. Just poofed, and then we found her pants, which she wasn't wearing. <laughs> I wasn't the, wearing them. I did it was, just for when it was cold. Right. Okay. Well, that she yeah, was. So you hang on a second. She let's, was let's prepared that. for let's, later on tonight. Let's clarify that, that evening. You weren't wearing them because you had not put them on. They were an extra pair they were of pants. Extra pair yes. Of pants extra as, pants. As you, everyone knows, when See. you live in the mountains, you bring layers. Got it. So I had on if you're my, smart, if, if you're an smart. idiot like me, you yeah. go to Trucky Thursday with like a cutoff T-shirt. So it's raining cut-off on you. Jean shorts like Bobby Weir. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah. So I, I guess at the end of the night, I apparently put my backpack on while open still, and walked around outside looking for someone, something, somewhere, some adventure, you know. Yep. And um, looking for a man in yellow. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, at that point, my Mark decided that I had been abducted. And so he Christopher Robbins? freaked out with Dennis, and they went running around trying to find me. My They found CSI style, my pants, in front of Mama Saki. And that immediately led to thoughts of rape and murder. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> Which, why wouldn't it? Because you know? it happens all the time in Squaw Valley. <laughs> People are just getting raped and murdered and, there constantly. And you were phoneless. You you left your phone. <laughs> I left my phone at the Dubliner, right. which which Mark had in his hand. Yes, and I think maybe so. I we couldn't even call you. No, maybe I was looking for my phone because I remember being like, "Where's my damn phone?" And that was when Mark <laughs> intercepted me and began yelling at me. <laughs> Because of my, you know, irresponsible drinking. <laughs> and there happens to, there just happens to be a recording of that, if I'm not mis- mistaken. Right. I pocket dialed Dennis. There's, there's, yes. <laughs> there's tape. During yes. the yelling. So there's a lot of stuff that hasn't seen the light of day. There is a recording of uh, Mark yelling at AK via Dennis's phone. It's faint, but he had my her phone in his hand while we were looking for her. And then he must have pocket dialed my number as we were looking for her. <laughs> and then as we found her, it's it hit it started recording on my message yeah. thing. So I got this really cryptic message. That's funny. One day I'm like I'm like oh AK called me the day after all this went down. <laughs> like AK called me and I, I was expecting like oh I'm so hungover oh god I'm, my phone my head hurts or whatever. And, and it was it was this message of. Mark yelling at her. <laughs> You're supposed to be being raped right now. We found your pants. <laughs> what are you doing? There were, there were hair strands and fibers. <laughs> yeah. So Mark, meanwhile, Mark had his comically oversized magnifying glass yeah. out. Right. Meanwhile, I'm like just MIA and found and had no idea I was missing. So I was like, shut up. You're being a jerk. <laughs> like my normal fucking comeback. So I ended up giving you guys right home. That was funny. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then there was the board incident, which uh, we have some. We, we, we can't even talk about. We have some unseen <laughs> videotape of 
Um, but uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of videotape from the live show at the Dubliner. Uh, it may or may not see the light of day. I know we have the entire beer review on that. We also might have some of the um, the billboard game on videotape. Oh, so uh, yeah, maybe maybe if I have some time, we can throw that together and get it out there to the uh, the fans, and uh, you can see what the show looks like as we're recording it or. Maybe not. It, yeah. Maybe maybe it's just a better idea for you to just show up to the next live event and see it in person. If you want to record it on your own, don't you can. buy a shot, though. Yeah. So the man in yellow, uh, the man in yellow is uh, somebody you were referencing as uh, the person who was Christopher Robin. Yeah, he was buying a shots all night, and uh, that's what led to the abduction. The abduction. <laughs> The slurring of the words, the board incident, right. the cursing, the yelling. Just trying there to get were, the whole microphone in your mouth. There were some portions of the show as I was editing the show that were so loud on the mic that the software just gave up. There, there, it's just giant blank spaces where the software could not handle the volume that was coming through the microphones. Oh and it would okay. just shut down. And I had to chop all that out of there. Wow. So hopefully when you listen to the show, if you haven't listened to the show yet. Uh, I'll listen tonight. Yeah, definitely take a listen Jeez. to that. And uh, I'm, of course, talking to all of you fans out there in permanent vacation radio land. That's you, also, Virginia. I would also highly recommend downloading that episode um, and saving it in your personal archives for uh, comic relief later uh, in your life. And uh, you could pass that down to... Younger generations. Blackmail. What do you say when you bury something for 50 years? A time, time capsule? capsule. Yeah, put it in a time capsule. Time capsule, yeah. <laughs> time capsule, that shit. Hey, every one of these fucking episodes are time capsule That's worthy. worthy. <laughs> That's right. All right, well, uh, I'm glad you were not raped. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm bummed that you were not able to get a job at the uh, former Mamasaki, even <laughs> though you're pounding on the door yelling, please at, hire me back. Elsa. At, mi at midnight. Get up. <laughs> get out of here. And I hope uh, everybody got home safely, or I'm glad everybody got home safely. I'm glad the board is in tip-top shape, <laughs> and there is no uh, permanent damage. Permanent vacation damage. Permanent vacation damage. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, all good. All all is well yeah, that ends happened. well. Nothing okay. happened. Uh, we don't even remember it now. I'm so, not a doctor. Yeah, so uh, we've got a couple <laughs> things coming up. Speaking of live events, I think we're going to be trying to get out to the brand-new Alibi Ale Works soon uh, here this summer, which is going to be opening up in Truckee, California. That's going to be their second venue. This one is going to be more of a tap room and entertainment venue, not actually a brewery, but uh, it's going to be phenomenal. Dennis is going to be doing some <clears> stuff over there. I was there yesterday. Yeah, I'm going to be the, I'm the booking agent. Awesome. So um, I'm bringing all kinds of uh, – I'm going to pull from the usual talent pool that we have around here awesome. but i'm also going to bring out some things that uh that people that book bands around here would never even think of priest ah. priest 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 yes judas priest and uh from what i understand all the bands that have uh you were saying that the bands that have uh, checked out the venue already are super stoked on uh the acoustics of the room awesome. yep it's acoustically built with acoustic ce uh, ceilings so uh when musicians and audio geeks come yep. in they immediately start whistling and clapping their hands excellent <laughs> excellent that's great yeah. so that's uh, funny stay tuned to this bat channel uh for more information regarding hopefully this that. thursday but nothing uh nothing set in stone well, I, we're, we're talking about two different things you're talking about the oh. opening of the place oh, yeah. we're talking about when we're going to be there doing a show oh, oh, oh. so we don't want to confuse everybody oh. we are not going to be there doing a show this, this thursday, thursday. <laughs> but the uh the venue itself may be opening for the first time this yeah, thursday they will actually know thursday at 10 Great. In the morning. Yeah. So that's when the inspector's going to come, and then if they'll, they'll either check it. Or yeah. 
as it should be. Check not. Yeah. Chucky, Chucky Thursdays. Push too, the button, start. Max. Yep. Push yep. the did button, you, wait, Max. Wait, did you go last year? Like, like uh, last, last week? week? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was the rainy night. Yeah. It, it was. Yeah. It was the band that I saw at Revision Brewing Company. That well, night. this this week should be fantastic. We're about to see a big warm up here, and uh, summer is going to get going in a big way, starting next weekend. Better. Also, we want to make sure that everybody is aware. Uh, for those of you who want to travel cross country or overseas to come check out this event, whoa. Um, uh, we encourage you to do so. Uh, but for <laughs> those of you who are in the immediate area this is a, a cannot miss event and that is coming up in august august 26th we are going to be out at CanFest in reno and uh, for those of you who are not familiar with CanFest, we've talked about CanFest on this program before it's where we all met yep um the three of us the birth of pbr yep and CanFest happens every year um it's been going on for four or five years now something like that i want to say eight or nine. Oh wow it's so yeah a long time it's basically breweries coming from all over the country and they come to reno it's this year it's going to be at the grand sierra resort i guess on... they either were not welcome there anymore or they outgrew their because that was a it was, it was a big room though. yeah it was pretty big yeah was, pretty packed so probably getting bigger every year, and uh, this year is probably no exception. Right. Um, so it's going to be out at the Grand Sierra Resort this year, and uh, once again, it is August 26th, and that is CanFest. It's where breweries come from all over the country to— um, Not a bottle in sight. Yeah, to show all their, about the can. their canned beers, and um, basically you buy—it's a one-ticket one price. You get your admission— and then you can basically go inside and sample beers from all of these different breweries uh, all evening. They have uh, live entertainment bands. They have a uh, silent uh, disco thing going every There's year. There's an option. There's a ticket option. You can buy, uh, for you, uh, I forget how much <clears throat> it is, but for a little bit extra, there's a barbecue buffet buffet. Yeah. And it, we, we, Dennis and I went to that last year and it was phenomenal. It's good stuff. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, check into rooms there currently. They still have currently uh, lodging there, so check it out. There is a couple other places in the immediate area, but if you can get a place at uh, Grand Sierra Resort, that's the way to go. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, yeah, hope to see you out there. We'll be doing Don't a show. Don't drink and drive. Yeah, we'll Don't be, be dumb. We'll be doing a show from that <laughs> event, so if you want to come see us, um, that's going to be a great one. Unfortunately, AK is not going to be at that event. Oh. She's going to be back east at a wedding. But we have a special guest, Third Mike, that is going to be joining us, and it's going to be none other than Lindsay with an A who's going to be joining us for CanFest. Lindsay and her cans will be at CanFest. <laughs> So you're definitely going to want to check out that as well. Um, yeah. So that's a good recap. Yeah. Yeah. Anything good else been going on? Good you know, stuff. Dennis, you did a wedding at White Wolf? White Wolf? Yeah. I've, I've been super busy, but the only thing worth talking about is uh, is White Wolf. Yep. Everything else is pretty boring. But yeah, White Wolf is, uh, for those of you not know, is the property between Squaw Valley and Alpine Meadows that's been in uh, litigation for, what, 30 years or something? Oh, Crazy God, shit yeah. like that. And uh, yeah, I did a wedding out there. It was super cool. Met Troy Caldwell, who I've always heard about this guy, and uh, he is exactly what I've heard about. He's eccentric. Who is this guy? He's just this eccentric. Oh, the guy that owns that property. Yeah, oh, yeah he's yeah, just yeah. this cool, super cool. We, super. We, is he older? Uh, he looks older. He's got a big puffy mustache. He was actually look. a former. Um, yeah, what's his backstory? Ski ballet competitor oh, for the U.S. Really? Ski team. <laughs> yes, oh, really. And has always been a big time skier. Huh. And um, when he purchased that property, he had a dream of connecting the two resorts. He was working closely with the guys over at Alpine Meadows. And uh, before Alpine Meadows and Squaw Valley were both owned by the same company, it was always kind of his idea to bridge that gap 
by owning that property. He is the landlord for the top of KT. He's the landlord for yep. the top of Squaw Creek. Yep. And he owns 460 acres. Wow. Yeah. It's just, it's just amazingly beautiful. I have, some, I have pictures. Yeah, his name is Troy Caldwell. Super rad. nice guy. Super and cool. Um, Super cool venue. Yep. Him and his wife have always been in skiing, uh, ski alpine a lot. And um, now he is kind of sitting in the catbird seat, so to speak, because they're going to put that new tram right through his property, uh, which continues uh, him being a, a landlord, so to speak, but also gives him a big stake in the, the joint venture between Alpine Meadows and Squaw Valley, so joining those two resorts. my bride and my groom skied in for their grand entrance. So as we're waiting, he, uh, he took, them up, took them up on a cat run released them and they were skiing down and as they were skiing down i was sitting next to his wife watching them watching them ski down and i overheard her say that uh they're gonna sell 22 acres of of said 460 uh-huh. for uh private residence oh wow that's only gonna have access to that lift yeah wow. yeah incredible pretty cool yeah cool stuff going on back there he's yep. a pond there's waterfalls it's, it's, well, a, it's the cliffs are so cliffy lakes. so steep that the snow, all that snow we got, just fluffed off it, mm -hmm. or sloughed off it, whatever you want to say. Yep. And uh, it's all in the bottom of the canyon. It's yeah, red. big it's, wet slides. Yeah, yeah. It's just piles of snow in the bottom. Yep. The, the waterfalls are raging. Beautiful property back there. Super um, cool. Yeah, and, and AK, you were mentioning Five Lakes. Yeah, for those uh, folks who are uh, familiar with the Five Lakes Trail, goes up between Alpine Meadows and Squaw Valley. You can see the backside of... Uh, it's like walking on the moon back there. Yeah, you can see... Um, uh, Sun Bowl and uh, Headwall from back there. You do cross his property when you hike that trail. Huh. Um, so that's all kind of the Troy Caldwell zone back there. And huh. he's got that, um, he's got those lift towers set up. He was going to try and open his own place back there. And uh, that got put on hold, but the towers are up. He just needs to string a line and put some just chairs on it. Just from all the folklore, because uh, you know, I worked at Mamasaki for all those years, all the folklore that I'd hear about. The, the, the properties and the issues going on. I always thought he was just a crank oh. with like a buckshot. Yeah. You know, super like, nice. Get guy. off my property! But yeah, he did. he's super, even. super cool and nice yep. and friendly. And he's a lucky guy. He, he remembered my name. Like, like I went and saw him at the property before the gig you know, a week ago or whatever. And uh, he remembered my name immediately when I came back with my truckload of stuff. Hey, Dennis, how you doing? Yeah, well, I, like it, people I mean, what a that. life, huh? He's, what a life. Yeah, he's, Sitting there, coming home every single day from doing... From doing whatever you're doing, skiing or relaxing around Lake Tahoe, walking into your house, pressing the button on your answer machine, and sitting there just waiting to hear a call from Squaw Valley with a certain number, and then saying, oh, that's not the number I was waiting to hear. Yeah, I'm just going to sit down and read a magazine, start yeah. a fire. Uh, I'll, I'll go through this process again tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, you know, comes home tomorrow. The next day, uh, listens to the, the answer machine. Oh, there's that number there I was waiting is. for. Bing, okay, bing, I'll make bing, a phone call bing, today. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> happened after 30 years right? and amazing a long time i'm not really sure how long but a long time yeah so that's cool um yeah uh sounds like everything's going smooth with the dj gig you guys are branching yep. off and yep. uh, expanding. like i said everything else is boring uh we're, we're just busy there's nothing there's nothing really comical to talk about well now but... I, I i'm gonna have to disagree with you because oh uh, we did we, get, we did get a texted update from uh, you regarding your health things that we've also uh, talked about uh, on the show and apparently <laughs> Things are going uh, in the right direction. Yeah, I have uh, the eight pounds. When, I, when, was, when the doctor walked in, he, yeah. When the doctor walked in, he immediately said he can see it in my face. Oh, You're wow. a shell of a man. Nice. So that's cool. So yeah, You're a whole. A shell I, of a man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, blood pressure is in the zone that he wanted it to be, but it's not quite in the 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 perfect the golden zone. 
but it's it's in the zone. Sweet. So, that is awesome. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to, uh, to, to a healthier life. <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. So uh, I think what we need to do is we need to uh, switch gears real quick. Uh, we've done a recap. Unless, uh, AK, you've got anything you want to add? Oh, well, I did go to um, South Lake yesterday. Oh, that's right. That's right. You were telling us about um, that. And she took me to the Lake Tahoe Ale Works with an X. Mm. Um, it's at the Y when you get into South Lake coming from uh, West Shore. Um, so they basically took over the corner of the little um, shopping center there, and they have um, a really cool... Um, Where Sprouts is? No. It is at the Y. So when you're coming from West Shore, you'll go past like um, Talak and all those beaches. And then you come in and and you're taking a left to go down kind of towards the road. Um, 50, is it? That goes yep. past Sprouts. Yep. So it's just right there at that Y. There's a Rayleigh's across the street, yep. the Kmart. It's right across the street. Oh, right on. Um, so you go in and um, they've got an outside patio and they have these huge doors that come up. There's fire pits. There's live music. You can have dogs out there. It's pretty awesome. And so the, it sounds very industrial. Yeah, it's really industrial. And the interesting thing that about it is it's a kind of a newfangled thing. I've never been to anything like it. But you walk in, you give your ID and a credit card, and they scan both of them and they give them back to you and they give you a sensor wristband that you wear or keep on your pint glass or your wine glass. Like a Fitbit. Like a Fitbit, exactly. Yeah. Fitbit. It looks like a Swatch watch. And you go over and they have a wall of taps and wine taps. So all beer, all wine, and there's probably 30 of them. So craft beer is going Jetsons And it's all us. local craft beer. Wow, so there was a cool. lot of Alibi Ale. There was a lot of um, Mountain, Tahoe Mountain. There cool. was 1904 by um, James Brasserie in Reno. Oh, yeah. Huh? St. James uh, Brasserie. Yep. And yep. then they also, they also make their own coffees and kombuchas and killer pizza. Cool. Probably the best pizza in South Lake. Ooh. Um, and I'm not kidding. That's my weak spot. It was incredible. Pizza, pizza, so light pizza. and delicious. Um, and I love it so fucking it much. It was amazing. <laughs> so you walk up to the taps. You scan your sensor on the little tap. You tap it on the little sensor and... It says Alicia Kramer, and Cut. then you Lad. pour the beer, and you can put as much beer as you want. It charges you by the ounce, so you can try it, or you can pour a whole one. But um, you pretty much can do that about five or s a certain amount of ounces, and then you have to re-up just to make sure you're not wasted. And then you go to the front counter and touch your nose. Yep, you go up to the front counter, touch your nose, <laughs> and they allow you to go back and do it again. <laughs> um, but you do that with the food, too. You walk up and say, I want a pizza, and you tap the sensor on their computer, and then the pizza comes, and then you pay at the end when you so leave. So there's no wait staff. There's no, there is wait staff, and they are pretty great. They do huh. come over, and they bring you the food, and they ask you what you need and how you're doing and blah, 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 blah. And, but um, it's all, it's just it's all, it's all they, computer. So, yeah, wow. Yeah. Cool. It's man. really, really neat. That is Jetsons. Craft beer went Jetsons. Comple That's awesome. Completely. Yeah. That is yeah. cool. I would highly recommend going there. It is and called the, name the of the Lake place? Tahoe Ale Works. And that's in South Lake Tahoe, right by the Y there. It is at the Y. Awesome. That's awesome. awesome. Another, another place we need to go put on our list. I mean, it's beautiful. Revision, that yeah. place, a couple other places. Yep. Well, the new Ale Works and the yeah, new Alibi. The high, -tech ver or the high tech aspect of this, uh, super intriguing. The pizza that you mentioned, ah, that's so what's going to get me there really for good. sure. Yeah. It's the best crust ever. Cool. Given. A thin crust, New York style? Yeah. And just light. It just mm. melts in your mouth. I don't mm. know how they do it. Yum. Yeah. You don't even have to chew it. Awesome. Yeah. Yum. All right. Let's take a quick little break, and uh, we're going to regroup here, and we're going to get into another edition of the Permanent Vacation Radio Programs. Program. Sweet. Review. Sweet. The passport. Like, uh, give us our free beer. I remember my first beer. <laughs> I'm drunk. You're drunk. Everybody's drunk. All right. Oh. 
almost Come on, don't cut right. your own bit off, Sheesh. dude. <laughs> oh, man. Jumped the gun there a little bit too fast. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, worlds of world. Um, yeah, so this week we are going to be getting into something a little bit different, something that we don't uh, review all that often. We do a lot of IPAs. We do a lot of uh, lightly colored beers. Uh, but this week we are going to be getting into something that AK kindly brought to the party. Yeah. And uh, this is a beer. Uh, brewed by a brewery called McKellar, and uh, McKellar is out of thick. originally Denmark. It looks lovely. It looks thick, thick, thick. And uh, this particular beer uh, is coming to us from their establishment in San Diego, California, one of the big hotbeds on the west coast of beer production. <laughs> one? I think it's the Mecca. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, this one, what are we going to be tasting AK, okay. what's it called? It is Ooh. called um, a beer oh. geek. I got it because it made me think of you guys. So the beer geek is a, <laughs> I think that's a series of beers Did from you catch those that? guys. Yeah. <laughs> so it's called beer geek, and it's the brunch. It's ten point nine percent alcohol, and its notes are barley, malt, oat flakes, brown sugar, coffee, hops, and yeast. Yes, please. Yeah. So weird. they've got a they've got a breakfast version of this. They've got a brunch, and I would assume they have a lunch and a dinner and a oh, supper and all yeah. that stuff. You just drink beer all day. That's right. <laughs> That's you can't right. Drink all day if you don't start in the morning. That's true. All right. So this is going to be a what they're calling a brunch stout. And this is coming in at a whopping 10.9% alcohol. Uh, availability on this beer is rotating, so uh, it's available uh, pretty much year-round, but maybe on a different version or um, maybe some gaps in its availability. Kind of like the Voodoo it. Ranger. Exactly. Right. Also great. Um, so some descriptions <laughs> about this. This is an Imperial Oatmeal Stout. I think you just said this. Uh, brewed with coffee. Uh, ingredients are water, malt, Hops, yeast, and Vietnamese cafe, cafe con coffee. I've never even heard of that before, but uh, apparently that's what it is. Um, there's not a lot of information on the website itself from this brewery. Um, they basically just have a, a basic description of some of these beers that are in this series. I'm getting a lot of this information off of uh, Beer Advocate. Beer Advocate has this listed as a 96 out of 100 score, which oh. puts this in the world-class category. So if you have a chance to get out there and try this, I would highly recommend it. Uh, we're going to try it right now. We're going to tell you what we think. Um, but again, this is a, a brunch coffee stout. Let's, I, love, uh, I love the cat graphic on the can. Yeah. There's a, there's a nerd with a cat. Nerd with a cat. Yeah, it's uh, scratching down the wall. Cheers, y'all. Cheers, guys. Salute. Can't believe we're doing this after the last show. <laughs> wow. Okay. That's a strong. Wow. Super oh. super coffee. It's very it's yep. smooth. Really. It's almost got a whiskey tint. It does. It does. And I'll tell you, this will rem reminds me. We know what that tastes like. <laughs> this reminds me a lot about the last big powerful stout that we KBS. Uh, yeah, that we reviewed was KBS. Um, it does have kind of a whiskey or brown liquor bite essence to it. That's yeah. for sure. Mm. Super coffee, but it's thick. It's like it's a very it's, thick. it's viscous. Yeah, it, the first pour looked like put Guinness. A, put a scoop of ice cream in this fucker. Oh mm -hmm. my god! Oh boy, <laughs> that is good. Uh, I'll tell you. Um, that is something that you would want maybe uh, as the last beverage of the evening as you're heading off to uh, Slumberland. And, Coffee, um, Well, it's not going to have any uh, caffeine in it. Oh. So it's got that flavor of coffee, just like when you eat coffee ice cream. 
Um, it doesn't have caffeine. I don't think it's going to keep you up all night, no. Mm. But uh, it's definitely something it's that you like would... not like a Red Bull and vodka. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but uh, I don't think uh, this would be something you'd want to start the night with because that's a pretty powerful flavor. Yeah. Or this is something you would drink, like it says, at brunch with like an egg and a toast. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. a fruit and a small actually, fruit. That actually sounds fantastic. A poached egg, dip a little toast into that yolk, and then some of this. Ooh. That's with a, a little good cantaloupe. Richness. Ooh, I might richness try that. Richness on richness. Yeah, that's yeah. good stuff. Yeah, it is. Okay, AK, you're fucking brilliant. <laughs> I know how to drink. <laughs> so AK is our most uh, green of the drinkers here at the table when it comes to beer, and she's quickly uh, out uh, overshadowing. Quickly, rapid fire. Yeah. Yeah, Dennis and I for great ideas when it comes to uh, drinking concepts. <laughs> like more fantastic. shots, the better. Or what are we talking about here? <laughs> Just make sure the guy in yellow is at every show. <laughs> uh, kind of rapey. He's a little rapey, but I mean, he's okay. Everybody's a little rapey. Um, hmm, I like it. Yeah, um, I like it too. And I'm also a heavy coffee enthusiast. Oh yeah, me too, big so. time. I love this, actually. So for you, AK, this is a good option because this has no chocolate in it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, along the same lines of, you know, the chocolate flavoring, does that still have the same impact as chocolate it, as as if the caffeine is not in and, the coffee? And that is a question we've not yet answered. Right. We do need to look into that uh, because there are definitely some more coffee or chocolate beers out there that I'd like to try on the show, but we want to make sure that... Uh, you know, AK doesn't need like an EpiPen or something uh, right. after a beer review. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. suck. Speaking I mean, of that, I won't die. Speaking, speaking of that, do you see what I have on the counter over there? Getting ready for uh, your favorite you know, season? Bees. Oh, God. Man, fuck <laughs> <laughs> Where is that? I think I have that somewhere. Um, I can do it. Man, fuck those bees. Sounds just like. <laughs> um, no, you guys, I can't. Fuck those bees. <laughs> I can't believe that the bees are already. Out. Yeah, and they they're look buzzing like around. Zombies, and they're all tired. And one of them attacked me the other day. That Already, I haven't seen him. He was coming at me because we, we moved, and so I was unpacking, and I had boxes in my hand, so I couldn't swat or do anything, but hope that he didn't get me. Yeah. And he was just like right in my head, like a jerk. Yeah. God. Well, you know, we don't want to get away from the beer review, but no, uh, yeah, the, be the bees are out there. Be careful of it. They're out there. They're, they're, they're waiting terrible. for you. This is awful. Yeah, so uh, why don't we go around the table here? We can start with AK. You uh, started uh, uh, started us off with this beer tonight. Uh, thank you so much for, for bringing this in. I will definitely check out some more beers from these. Where did you buy this, by the way? Where would you find it? I got this at New Moon in Truckee. Excellent. It was $4.19. Wow. So they've got some they've got some pricey beers over there. <laughs> they've but got pricey. Everything I'll tell you, there's some there. beers over there that are very <laughs> intriguing. I bought a whole six-pack last night of various beers, and I walked away with not a not a dog in the bunch. Everything was fantastic. They do have a good beer selection. Um, so, uh, yeah, why don't you uh, let us know what you think about this, and let's give it a score of one to five. I'm assuming since they carry it that it might be also like a green company or some sort of environmentally friendly situation. Huh. You know how they are? What Kevin is trying to do over there is he's trying to get away from big distributors. Yeah. He's trying to stick okay, with so small, small companies. Right. And some of these small companies that are doing things in micro sizes, these micro breweries, uh, their distribution isn't big. So as a result, when you get something that's this high quality, um, the price definitely is reflected yeah. in it because there's not a lot of it out there. And yeah, they don't carry they don't tough. carry like New Belgium or Ballast Point no. or anything like that. No. no, in fact, when I bought the the uh, the where what was it the Where's Waldo or whatever, right? Uh, the Lagunitas from there, I was shocked to see Lagunitas huh. in there. Yeah, huh. but uh, typically they try and stay away from that stuff. Right. A lot of small small breweries. Right. 
Um, yeah, so this is great. I love it. Um, it's a little alcoholy tasting mm -hmm. even for sure. Like sometimes they mask that. They did not. Ten nine. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I mean, hmm, I'm going to go with like a, I'm going to go with a three, five, three, five solid score. Not bad. Mr. D. That is solid. Uh, everything she said, I'm not going to repeat it, but I, I agree with everything she said there and the coffee. I'm not a coffee person enthusiast like she is, but I'm digging it. And I'll give it a, I'll give it a three. I'll give it a four. Okay. <laughs> That's good. And I, do. I uh, like, I like sipping on it and it's a good sip. Right. Absolutely. In fact, I'll probably keep this next to me throughout the show here and I'll probably just go to it, uh, you know, sip here, sip here, sip there. And mine's gone. And, and, uh, <laughs> and, and stick to my IPA as we go through the show. But uh, yeah, I really like this as well. It's a good change. I've started getting into some of these more big, flavorful stouts lately. Um, I'm becoming a fan. Uh, it's definitely not something I start the evening with, but it's definitely something I would like to end the evening with, maybe after a, a, a nice big meal. Um, I'm going to give this a solid four as well. I liked it a lot. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And now when you were talking about it's uh, the point system that it got, what was it, a 94 out of 100? Yes. What, what is that? Okay, so there is a, uh, for those of you who are not in the know, there is a, a couple beer rating apps websites out or there, okay. and they do have apps associated with it. Yeah. Uh, this one has been around for a long time, and this is called beeradvocate.com. And what this is is it's a clearinghouse of um, reviews of beers. So what you have is you have information from the brewery that's posted on the beers page, you have information that ties into the brewery itself, so you could find out where the brewery is located, the history of the brewery, and also every a list of every single beer that they've ever produced. Oh, okay. And then you can click on each one of those beers. This one particular is called Beer Geek uh, Brunch, and that is not a cat. Apparently, that is a weasel. Mm. Uh, this is called <laughs> Beer Geek Brunch Weasel. It's so definitely a cat. But maybe it is a cat. <laughs> They're calling it brunch weasel. But anyway, um, so what what they do is they 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 uh, uh, tabulate all of these scores, and what you end up getting is in any particular category of beers, you get these very very high rated beers, which are considered world class. So anything I think from ninety five to hundred is considered world class. This one is getting a ninety six. That con that's considered world class. And um, so when you see world class on Beer Advocate site. Uh, you know you've got a, a winner, and that basically it allows oh. people to just log in and write their own review as Joe Schmo. Mm. Uh, it's AKA. like a beer. It's like a beer Wikipedia. Exactly. Oh, so well, you know, well. you know when you when you, we went to New Moon and you bought this, and you know how New Moon has those those information filled little tabs. Where yeah. The, yeah. Where the price. Okay. Is. So when you see, you'll see on that little tab, you'll see B A, Beer Advocate. It's, it's their rating. That means it's like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. So pretty well respected. Everybody uh, kind of refers to that. I have the app on my phone. So if I'm drinking a beer that I especially like, I can take a picture of it. I can post it to that. And then all my friends that are friends with it's me. Facebook that, for beer. Exactly. Oh. Through the Beer uh, Advocate app, they can uh, comment or they can, you know, cheers me or whatever it is. Yeah, kind of cool. So can we poke you? Yeah. Cheers instead, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So if you have a chance, uh, get on out there. Get this in your hot little hands. This is McKellar. Uh, beer Geek Brunch Give it a try See what you think And uh, give your review Either on Beer Advocate Or you can give your review On uh, the show page At PermanentVacationRadio.com Or hit us up on Facebook And let us know What you think about it I Or wonder, keep it bottled up and Don't I say anything I just had a thought What? Do you think the next big Craze in beers Will be warm beer? 
So, okay, so... Hot beer, warm beer? So, if uh, you ever hear of uh, a cask, cask release, yeah. or firkin? Okay, so so Alibi... She was doing some firkin in the village last week. <laughs> <laughs> My pants ended up all over the place. Ow! Is there video? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, so if you get uh, next time Alibi has a, has a firkin, I'll let you know. So what it is, it's a small batch of beer, or uh, a, a small batch of beer, and they put it into a uh, into a barrel, like a wine barrel, but a small one, like like this big, maybe a half barrel, mm. <clears throat> and they keep it at room temperature, and they serve it right from there. Oh, okay, so they're already doing that kind yep. of. Oh yeah, it's, it's that's a old, traditional been around for a long time. Old world, yeah. You know, old world as world. with anything, whatever's old is new. Right. And uh, <laughs> you know these these craft beer uh, companies are uh, always looking for something to set themselves apart. You know, mead was mead trying to be yeah, big, I and that. you know that yeah. kind of stuff. But that's it's always going to go. Yeah, it's always going to go back to the basics, which is too everybody loves syrupy and too sugary. Everybody yeah. loves cold beer. Uh, they love drinkable beer. And they love beer that tastes good. We um, Americans love cold beer and salt. Yeah, you shouldn't <laughs> give it up. Yeah, that, that's really all there is to it. Uh, I, I have zero interest Where in those warm chips? beer. None. Zero, zero interest. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're going to uh, take a little step away, and we're going to come back, and we're going to get into a brand new W-T-F. What the F? All right. Welcome back. We are going to continue on with this edition of the Permanent Vacation radio program with a new episode of WTF. What the fuck? What the fuck? WTF! What the All right. On this episode of WTF, I would like to address an ongoing issue that I see in the world in general, mm. which I believe is bullshit. <laughs> the victimization of America. And when I say the victimization of America, what I mean is, I mean, there's a lot of people rolling around out there in the world. Woe's me. That have the woe is me attitude. They feel like everything is put upon them. Uh, the only recourse that they have is not being proactive, but to sit back, lay back, and let things happen to them. And then all of their effort goes into them being a victim. If they would put half of that effort into being proactive about whatever situation life finds them in, I think it would all be a better community as a whole to live within. I give you a prime example. Uh, just this last week, I was watching the news and I heard a story about, um, you know, I, I feel bad about this, uh, this child, um, but I think uh, what happened to him is very pre preventable. Essentially what happened was there is a water park here in uh, Northern California and it's open for business, uh, kind of maybe down in the Sac Sacramento, Sacramento area or something like that. Wild Island. So, you know, it's, 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 it's warm. All these kids are going to the thing. They're all out of school, and uh, all these kids are going to the water park, and uh, I, I think that's fantastic. Um, but uh, what happened was uh, this gal brought her son to the water park. Her son happens to have a rare skin disorder, not a disease, a disorder. Uh, and so essentially what is going on with the kid. Um, the kid has uh, essentially kind of red splotches all over his skin. Now, I can imagine growing up in that condition, 
uh, and that being a very, very sensitive issue. In other words, everybody's looking at you. You feel kind of ostracized. Why are you different than everybody else? It's totally, uncomfortable as well. Probably uncomfortable. Totally get it. Um, and you can't get rid of it. Yeah, can't get rid of it. It's not like you can put makeup all over. If you're going to the water park, you just want to hang out with the kids. Um, but the essential thing is, is this is something that is rare. Uh, it is not something that you would normally see. But at first glance, for someone who is not a medical professional, like someone attending a water park or someone working at a water park, Ew. at first glance, this is kind of, <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, this kid is in the pool. Is this a contagious situation where... He could possibly, this kid could possibly be infecting or totally uh, normal. Other, infecting other kids, the bleach water. Yeah, or other kids could be contracting this this condition, which Lepre I get. Leprosy. Totally get. Um, but uh, essentially, what happened was, um, oh, predators. Nope. Well, anyway, watching a hockey game. No, there game were too. no predators at the water park. Okay, everyone. <laughs> no, watching a hockey He's game. Here. A hockey game in the back. Yeah, so, uh, so we're um, we're basically dealing with a situation where the the mom takes the kid to the water park. The kid goes in the water, and suddenly the staff at the water park is starting to get some feedback from some of the staff at the water park saying, hey, there's some parents that are concerned about this kid. They're concerned about their kids. Is this kid going to uh, infect my kid with some sort of uh, issue, which I get. Sure. Have, have you guys heard stories like this before? They're kind of coming up all the time nowadays. You know. Everybody's a helicopter mom and just everything's gotten out of control, if you ask me. Remember so, you used to go down the slides like all three of you at once and <laughs> you would just land on top of each other and get hurt and it was okay. Nowadays, no. Right. The saliva would drool uh, on you. Nobody so, wipes their butt right. Come on. Apparently this lady uh, felt she was approached by the staff there at the uh, water park. Hey, you know, we're concerned uh, that your son might be infecting. There's been some complaints, this and this and that, blah, 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 blah. And the kid's a toddler. The kid's a small kid. So the kid can't speak for himself. He can't say, oh, hey, this is just the condition. You know, hey, this is just how I look. Um, uh, it, it's not going to affect anybody. So everybody's relying on mom because nobody has a medical degree there, right? And nobody at water parks have medical degrees unless you're a physician and you have to be taking your your, your kids there. Right. So <laughs> absolutely um, not. So this kind of this kind of shit is happening all too often now where there is no proactiveness on the part of the parents of the child that might be a little different than the kids. Now, when I'm saying different, I'm not talking about the kid speaks with an accent. I'm not talking about the kid might have different color skin than a, in this case they do, but in a splotchy way. This is something where the kid is different and at first glance, you have to know as the parent, there might be some alarm from people around you. Right. There is no there's no there's no uh, uh, need for an alarm, but there could be alarm because of the the appearance of the child. Okay, so now she gets asked by the, the staff, "Hey, can can the kid come out of the pool? Everybody's concerned. This and this and that." And she immediately goes into "woe is me" mode, victim mode, um, and then she ends up pu putting her story on places like uh, mommyish. Dot com, uh, which bleh. is a website that should be burnt to the yes, ground. Yes, that in my should opinion. not be there. That's, here's why we have this problem, because of mommy-ish. Exactly. So <laughs> the story starts out this way. Imagine being at a water park. I've never park. heard of that You're website. with your family, <laughs> splashing around, swimming, maybe floating along a lazy river. It's a nice time, but then suddenly, not suddenly, it's not suddenly. It's not suddenly. <laughs> it's not suddenly. The reason why it's not suddenly is because the kid was born this way. Yeah. 
So this is not suddenly. And is this the first time and this, had this? Absolutely happen? fucking not. No. Someone comes over to tell you that they are concerned about your child who has a non-contagious skin condition. Well, that'd be good to know as you walk in the fucking door. Right. right. Being in the water with other people. But not only do they ask about it, they actually force your whole family out of the water in front of everyone. In front of everyone? Mm. This isn't your own private fucking water park? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? You are in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. That's not a thing. You know, how many, you know how many kids are urinating in that pool? Ah. It sounds terrible, right? Yes, it does. And you made it that way. It's what happened to one family in California who were shamed. Shamed is a new thing. At their local water park. And you can bet that the matriarch of the family is now speaking up and speaking out. The patriarch isn't because this is mommyish.com. Okay. Freaking California. There is no daddyish.com, by the way. No, there isn't, because dads don't do this shit. Okay, so when I saw an interview with this lady, and she's uh, singing the blues, crying, crying, crying. Uh, I was shamed. I was so embarrassed, this and this and that. My initial reaction was, well, when you walked into place, because this isn't the first time that this has occurred, and this is the first time. This is not the first time that this has become an issue. This was not suddenly. Why couldn't you have just said to one of the staff at the water park, hey, just to give you a mm-hmm. friendly heads up, my son has this condition. It's not a disease, but it is a condition, and it makes him look a little different. And at first glance, it looks alarming, but there's nothing to be worried about. If anybody has an issue and speaks to you, you can absolutely assure them that there's no concern, and if they'd like to come talk to me, they can. And then everybody can have a nice fucking time, and there is no reason to post on mommyish.com. How's about that? Right. Mommy-ish. But you know what we're dealing with here is like people that don't have self-awareness. So she's not going to do that. And I would be more concerned for the kid with this but it's gonna condition continue getting hap- in that water. But if she doesn't do that, this kind of thing is going to keep happening. I know, but I'm just saying people don't have self-awareness anymore. So they don't they don't think about that fact that they could totally me have, me me yeah they could totally have like gone in and this whole problem would have never happened if they had simply been like look here's my son he looks like a freak but you can't catch it he won't get sick from the water which I think would be do wild. you think do you think in your heart of hearts that this person will take anything constructive away from that on how to prevent the situation in the future or is she going to ride this? A victim train all the way to the bank. Mm-hmm. Which which do you think it'll be? She's gonna ride it because she sounds like a, a typical. Okay, yeah, yeah. so then after if maybe this is the first situation, she she does have self awareness. She has self awareness now. Would this fall right? under the entitlement thing we have going on? People feel like they're entitled to. Well, I think so. I think she's Heck she's yeah. she's looking at her kid, unfortunately, as a payday. Yeah. As opposed to her beautiful child who might have a skin condition that's tough to live with. She's getting empathy from people because of this thing. Right. So open your own fucking water park if you're having a problem. Otherwise, be proactive. Right? Yeah. There you go. So we can all enjoy this community together. Right. Don't you think? Then we had nothing to talk about on what the fuck. Yeah. That's true. (laughs) I've been stewing on this for a couple days. I can't believe it. I can tell. You're very versed. California is the spearhead of this shit. This kind of mommy fucking dumb. What is that fucking thing called? Mommy-ish. 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 That is this. That is so California. Yeah. I mean, California is the spearhead of like, 
oh man, we can't let the moths go towards the lights because they might hurt their eyes. I mean, there's just something <laughs> every fucking time you turn around, well, somebody no. that that know, ends crying that ends with something. bees, doesn't it? AK. <laughs> well, no, fuck a bee. That those things are bullshit. Okay, moth has never bit me. Fuck a bee. Therefore, I will save the moths or whatever group that is. But I mean, here's the thing: is like, there's just so many like crying. I don't know if it's liberalism or I mean I don't know what it is. It's just getting out of control. It's it almost is the, like it know, is the pussification. You know you have fundamentalist Islam and those, people are, those are the people you need to be scared of. You need to be scared of fundamentalist liberals coming out of California because they want to protect every goddamn thing to the point where nothing's fun anymore. Here's the story. Nobody can have fun here's anymore, here's a story you know? I told the other day uh, to you a friend bike, of mine. We can't mountain bike. Might, you can't <laughs> mountain bike on that trail because uh, it's yeah. it's yeah, yeah. rare you of can't, you nature. Can't. Oh, because on Wednesday. And Thursdays is just for hikers. It's a recommendation, lady, not a law. And they go fucking crazy and they throw their panties at you and they scream and kick and cry and turn red because you're on your bike on a Wednesday on the trail instead of a Tuesday Ooh. and they and they can't deal. So but- here, here's another good example. And uh, those of you who listen to the show know that uh, I, I listen to a couple other podcasts, one of them being Adam Carolla. And he was talking, he has two kids, two, two twin kids, uh, one boy, one girl. And um, he told this story on his show the other day, and I, I, this is just a, a quintessential example of, of, of this kind of thing. Um, he came home from, from work, and he found his, uh, his son inside the house on a beautiful sunny, mor- or sunny day, and uh, he's sitting reading a book uh, while his daughter and her friend, her, her other girlfriend, were out in the pool having a great old time. And so he came in and he said, uh, you know, son, hey, why are you why are you inside? You should be out uh, shooting hoops or, or playing in the pool with the other kids and all this and this and that. And uh, his his son's response to him was, well, um, my sister's friend came over and told me she was uncomfortable in her bathing suit uh, being in the pool with me around and <laughs> asked if I would go inside. What? And Adam Carolla and, and he said and the, the kid said, I get that. So I came inside. Because the little girl was hefty and was in who knows uncomfortable and insecure. Who knows? Right. Who knows? But Adam's thing is like, okay, this is where we are in the world now, where a kid, a, a t- you know, nine, ten year old kid, is responding that way. This is my fucking house. Yeah. If if I was a kid when I was a kid, and this is me talking, uh, <laughs> if I went to a, a pool party. And as a scrawny little kid who had zero muscle mass, if I felt uncomfortable, I fucking got over it because right. I wanted to be there. I didn't ask the, the other kids, on. hey, uh, do you guys mind leaving because you're all uh, more developed than I am as a kid right. and uh, I feel really self-conscious here? No. No. Where this, the fuck did this come we're from? Turning a, we're turning all of the children into snowflakes, which but, is what they call. But we are. We're turning them into a bunch of kids that can't take Anything. But where is the, uh, listen, honey, this is my fucking house. If you're uncomfortable, I'm shooting hoops yeah, right now, and, and you can fucking leave. Right. <laughs> and where are the parents who have the right minds? Because it seems like they're all, like, babying these kids so much that these kids are never going to have a damn chance when they hit adolescence and go to college and try to make it on their own. So two big concerns here. What's going to happen with uh, Adam's son as he grows older? Is this something that he's just going to accept when people come up to him and say, I'm uncomfortable, I need you to adapt yourself to accommodate me? Is he just going to go through life like that? Secondly, even worse, what's going to happen to this girl 
who asked him to leave mm-hmm. because she was uncomfortable. Once she becomes an adult and is sitting on an airplane and somebody sticks their elbow into her, uh, is she going to be the next, please cure me, please cure yeah, me? Yeah. Because she won't. Her immediate response is, I can't take this. I, there's too many people around me. I yeah. need you all to leave. And you, I, wh- where are these people coming from? How is this occurring? Open, open this the door. Is, this is what happens when there's too many humans. Oh, boy. The society begins to crumble, and this is what's happening. We didn't do this shit. I mean, if you didn't, like, my mom made me wear these green pants. I hated them. I screamed. I cried. I kicked. I went so far as to cut a hole in the knee so I did not have to wear them. And my mother was like, fuck Ooh, you, Fashion forward. Bitch. She's you, like, fashion forward. You're yeah. wearing those every day. Oh, you got a hole in it so you <laughs> You're going to get a them? design scholarship. No. So here's what she did. She put a giant patch on them. And then I had to wear them with a giant patch. Okay? Because she was a mom who didn't give in to her dumb kids' stupid shit, which is not happening anymore. People, I mean, this is one of the reasons I don't want kids is because I see all this and it's so unattractive to me. And I don't want to be the mom that like does this stuff and is like, well, you say you can't be around my daughter because you know, I mean, like, I don't want that. Are you pregnant? No way. Oh, okay. Just checking. I'm a million years. And so, I mean, like, that's why I don't want a child because ugh, I don't want to do it. And there's too many people now. There's too many people. Not everybody needs to have a kid. And so, you know, what's. When you put too many puppies or too many mice in a container, they start to eat each other. That is what's happening here. (laughs) Like too many humans, and now nobody has any boundaries, and they don't, and they don't have any social. I don't know. Social etiquette's not happening anymore. It seems like everything's kind of falling apart. Too many boundaries. It's like uh, it's me, and don't come anywhere near me. Yeah, (laughs) I mean that, and I mean that's probably part of too many people as you're. Pushing yeah. these boundaries so much that you're like, and then you just shoot everybody in church one day. You yeah. know what I mean? Blow this, up. Yeah. There's just too many puppies. Yeah. The song. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, moral of the story is uh, everybody toughen up a little bit. Everybody make your kids go out and earn a living. Pansies. Everybody, everybody yeah. try and figure out how uh, their kids can um, be self-sufficient and reliant <clears throat> and adaptive. Um, because it's only going to be better for them in the long run and it's going to help all of us too because it's going to be a much better place to live what's going to happen is we're going to have a a bunch of really pussified people and then we're going to have a bunch of people who are uh, tough as nails super MMA people who are just able to fuck everyone else up and there's going to be a huge gap between the two and there's going to be no middle ground it's either going to be I work super hard for everything and I can kick the shit out of you or I am a pussified person who is uh, completely self-reliant on everybody around me but don't come fucking around me because I can't take it the the bathrooms will be labeled meanies and weenies (laughs) and you gotta pick which one you are man <laughs> awesome. All right. So with that, that's going to end it for another edition of WTF. All right, and that's also going to wrap it up for another edition of the Woo! Permanent Vacation Radio Show. You can find us at always. Uh, Glad to be back. At permanentvacationradio.com. You can find us on the Podbean app. If you're on the Podbean app, which is free, uh, please subscribe to the show. That way Big you Big fan get... of Podbean right um, here. Everybody that, I, that asked me about how to do it, I'm like, Podbean, download yeah, Podbean's it. the way to go. It's so. a free app, and uh, if you subscribe to the show, you'll get a notification every time there's a brand new episode like this one here. 
And uh, you can also find us on the big boy over there, which is iTunes. And please subscribe. Also, please leave your review to the show. We'd really appreciate that. You can find us on Facebook because there's a, another Permanent Vacation Radio out there, which plays a lot of, uh, I guess, island music. Nah, we are jerks. Permanent Vacation Show on uh, Facebook, so look us up there and like the page. And you can find us on uh, Instagram as well at Permanent underscore Vacation underscore Radio. Wow! And that's going to do it for another edition. Catch you next week on your own vacation. Peace Catch out! I think AK may have actually seen my penis that day. <laughs> Do you recall that? No. Oh. Uh-